Rundown. I am Max, joined by Mike. Good afternoon. And Hayden. Hello. Yeah, I don't know why I said tonight. It's like the middle of that. We haven't even started the game yet today, but good night, everybody. Close enough. <laughs> Nothing to see here. Yeah. The sunlight. I got my brain's in a weird place. Yeah. Um, so we are uh, a week past from our last episode where we were like, okay, cool, baseball's back, baseball's good, but things feel weird. Uh, it's weird that, you know, certain bad things have happened and, and certain players are hurt, but we will trudge forward and we will continue to enjoy baseball and enjoy the series with the, uh, the Diamondbacks and the Giants. And then that didn't happen. I have very much not enjoyed <laughs> the series with no. the Diamondbacks and the Giants. <laughs> no, I've really not been enjoying any of this. Uh, no. No, I don't. I don't know where to <laughs> jump off at. I mean, of course, we lost our heart and soul with Rugnet Odor last night. Uh, oblique injury, which they say is not an injury, which means it's definitely an injury. And yeah, his scan know. or his examination was quote unremarkable. So I'm assuming. Well, the next story we hear about him is like his leg fell off or something. Like that. <laughs> yeah, I've never seen anything like this in my life in my he 30 years of medical practice. Oblique coronavirus. That's it. It's only in his oblique. That's like, okay. Nick Solak is going to Wally Pip him now, so it's all good. I would say the odds of that are fairly high. That's like mostly used as a joke, is like, oh, you know, uh, uh, Joey Gallo's out now. Is Rob Refsnyder's time to take his job? Wally yeah. Pip, right? <laughs> well, Rob but Refsnyder no. might actually take Rugnetador's <laughs> job. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Sol- Solak actually is—he looks like the truth, man. He just has a great approach at the hit or at the plate when he at hits at the hit. At the hit. Um, yeah, I mean, you just see him go the other way a lot, not to be, like, armchair coach and stuff, but it just looks like he has a plan when he's hitting, and he doesn't he he isn't trying to force anything. He doesn't pull the ball too much, uh, and he's happy to take the singles, and singles add up, and especially on a team where you get, like, I don't know what are we averaging, five hits a game, those singles are important. Yes, they are. Five <laughs> hits seems wildly optimistic for what this offense can put out. Yeah, so I mean, so like getting getting the chance to play every day. I mean, I, I feel like that was a priority going into the season, mm-hmm. whether it be in left field, second base, third base, wherever DH. But um, that would be a, a very positive silver lining with Rugi because I mean, yada yada yada. Everybody knows that he's probably actually bad, but I still obviously hope that he's actually a mega all star um, with all of his gold chains. One gold chain for every all star season that he puts up. Um, but yeah, I mean, Solak needs to be on the, to do. the 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 odds of Solak being on the next good Rangers team are pretty high, so I, I bring it on. I, I love to see him play. Yeah, we're getting some interesting lineups that are being tossed out there due to I think combination injury and then just generalized ineffectiveness. So yeah, Rob Refsnyder DH'd out of the nine hole two games ago. I think I, that's a thing. You love to see that. Yeah. Uh, Scott Heineman's playing a bunch. He's in the center. Um, and, of course, the series of the Giants is going on. Tyler Heineman, his brother, is the catcher for the Giants. I think he's kind of their primary catcher because Posey opted out. So that's been fun. Okay. Always good content there. Between the two, Tyler had a really, really good reaction to Scott's home run in the ninth inning. Uh, just admiring it from behind the plate. Very fun. Highly encouraged looking that up just to see. <laughs> Tyler Heineman's reaction to it. But we're getting a bunch of... Again, a bunch of weird stuff out there. The only thing that really makes sense so far this season is that Todd Frazier is, has a 101 WRC+. Plus, like, just there aggressively average Todd Frazier. 
Pat Frazier, everybody. Well, if you want to talk about positives, let's talk about Joey Gallo because yeah, if you want to talk about positives, there are two. Pick one. What <laughs> <laughs> is Joey Gallo? We'll start with Joey Gallo. I mean, the guy really seems to have the pitch recognition thing going on, in my opinion. He got called out on a third strike last night, and, but that ball was inside, and he said something to the ump about it. And it's like, if Joey Gallo actually gets good at pitch recognition, oh, dear God. And if he's feeling confident enough in his ability to see a pitch that he's in a jaw to an ump, not a thing that's really in his uh, background, Yeah, I'm, I'm cool with that. I like confident, swole Joey Gallo punishing baseballs. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan. He also has uh, as many steals as home runs this year, which is definitely a thing that will continue to happen. <laughs> well, it could be it could be a thing where it's like you know for his career we're going to watch how many home runs his his single to home run ratio for his whole career. It looks like it's going to be a thing. So yeah, just add stolen bases to the mix, and then you have the greatest player who ever lived. Sure. I mean, we had Acuna uh, almost, he threatened 40-40 last year, and then so right. everyone predicted the next 30-30 player in MLB would be uh, Joey Gallo. Yeah, Career, got, 20 steals, so. He's you know, got, not zero. He's got two singles, two doubles, two home runs. you got to love that. Yeah. Well, I will say, now that, now that I'm thinking about this critically, is... I mean, how many times has Joey... I guess he does walk a lot, so there's that. But he doesn't hit that many singles, so he's not on first base a whole lot. Right. And so he doesn't get the opportunity to steal second base because he's taking <laughs> Yeah, Joey's really depressing his thing. stolen base market because he keeps doubling. <laughs> yeah. So you so you say you say he only has 20 base, stolen bases in his career, which actually would have been a really good trivia question. I don't know if I would have gotten that. But... <laughs> I mean, think about, there's got to be some kind of ratio, some advanced stat, fan graphs or something that we can look up of like, okay, well, how many times was he standing on first base, right? Yeah, stolen base opportunities is, is a stat. I don't remember where it's tracked or how to okay, find it so, easily, but I, I'll go and look for it and see if anything fun comes out of it. It would probably be relatively higher than we think as far as his, his stolen base. Like He probably does steal way more often than given the circumstances than, than I think those folks would imagine just because he's, yeah. like you say he's not standing on first that often and he's yep. the, the definition of white boy sneaky fast like people mm-hmm. do not think Joey Gallo can move because he's 6'5 265 pounds yeah. uh, and then he steals and clowns on you yeah. or hits hustle doubles he had a hustle double a couple of games ago it was, it's always fun to watch Joey just decide he's going to go for it he does yeah. not want a single no <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't want <laughs> get it off the statue I'm going for two. Uh, and I think we're going to continue to see that in the new ballpark. I'm, and I mentioned it in the episode last week, but that thing in right field, uh, especially with Joey's propensity to just rip stuff down the first baseline, mm-hmm. he may get himself into some weird doubles and triples territory there. Yeah. Just with how strange for that little protrusion is. If he's got to play defense in that area, he's going to be able to benefit. Yeah. It's a batted ball over there, too. Yeah. He's going to be a little bit more used to it, I think. Yeah, it was actually he's going to know exactly where to hit it yesterday, and he it should have been an easy double, but he hit it so hard that it caromed like fifty feet off the right field wall in uh, <laughs> is it Oracle Park now, for the Giants play. I have no it idea. Was it Telecom something I think or other? Oracle now. That was John Hancock, maybe. <laughs> that might be old. <laughs> no, it's a Chevron. Ugh. 
Anyways, uh, so the actual games as a whole have not gone well in San Francisco. <laughs> we got, we've got a. Uh, um, I was just going to not talk about the games, but I mean, know. I, don't, I don't know. We're, we're yeah. we have to, we somehow have to at least address it instead of just looking at what if what if the actual game was just didn't happen and we just knew stats. We just knew that Heinemann had that cool thing where he had a home run in front of his brother. That, that was, was cool. cool, but it was really weird how the other innings just never actually happened. Or yeah, the Rangers just... won the ninth inning and then didn't count the first eight. It was, it's just crazy. It's part of this new thing. Oh, man, that actually reminds me. I think didn't Manfred have an idea where it was like to count innings as like games, like tennis or something, to where you would win the innings? And then, I like, whoever not. wins the most, I guess it would be, like, first to five wins. Would, that would be God. such a wild way of playing baseball. I heard that from somebody, and, it, and it's so stupid. It might have come from the league's commissioner. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. <Come> on. <laughs> we won the ninth inning. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we won the ninth partially because the Giants didn't play the ninth inning. Mm, that's true. That's what happens when you win the game. Okay. So is it, is it like a skins game? So if you... If you tie on, on one inning, it just rolls over to the next, and you can win two games in one inning. Man, I don't know. I hope not. I, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm not the genius over here. I'm not pulling the strings. <laughs> no, this yeah. is all good. And this is definitely a, a more pleasant way to talk about the Rangers season thus far than actually getting into why they just lose all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, they have two wins. Is it Thank really you, Lance two? Lynn. Yeah. That's yep. Lynn, the other good thing about the 2020 Texas Rangers. Yeah, so grabbed the ball again the other day and uh, put up, like, just doesn't let people get hits and asks them to strike out instead. And it's really yeah, awesome. Gave up one hit in his last outing. Yeah. What, eight days, right? The fourth yeah. best pitcher in baseball, according to fan graphs. Uh, Luis They're... Castillo and Tyler Chatwood. Tyler Chatwood? Like, what? that's Tyler Chat. He's back, apparently. Uh, okay. and, then, and news that uh, is interesting, but if you're paying attention, you've probably seen his name. Shane Bieber with the Indians has been oh, yeah. insane. He has 26 strikeouts. Like I think he went consecutive 13 strikeout games to start the season. That's Jeez. obscene. Yeah, he's doing gross stuff. His uh, his FIP is negative .36. He's allowing negative runs. His ERA is, of course, zero. That is sustainable. Yes. Yeah. A negative FIP, definitely a thing that will continue. His strikeouts per nine is over 17. Well, he better watch his back because one Colby Allard makes his debut today. Let's go. 13 strikeouts? You think he can do it? In how many games? (laughs) Like over the season? Yes, I think he can get 13 (laughs) strikeouts. I like Colby Allard. I don't want to sound like I'm being down on Colby Allard. Yeah. And while we're uh, talking about uh, Rangers pitching prospects, whatever happened to Brock Burt? Uh, shoulder still... something or other? Okay, right. yeah. His whole upper I mean, body honestly, if, if I just guessed shoulder, and it's probably right with this organization. Uh, Leclerc and uh, what's his name? Kluber. Uh, Kluber. Kluber. I was thinking somebody else. I was thinking Colby because of the K. Uh, yeah, Kluber. Shoulders are not working out well, which is, you no. know. Uh, why Why let us have even a little bit of fun, right? No, nah, I wouldn't want that. We no. can't have nice things, gentlemen. No. Nope. It, you know, it, it didn't even really register to me that Corey Kluber got shut down after one inning of being a Ranger. And honestly, that might be the only inning that we get because he has like an $18 million option this offseason. Um, it didn't even really register to me. And I don't know if that's because I'm despondent and depressed about baseball or the world in general. 
or if that's just more of my ranger's proclivity just going oh yeah that's how it goes I think it's more the latter really it's just like oh yeah okay back to normal back to uh, our Corby Kluberless uh, uh, existence you know okay I think best case scenario for the rangers is they decline his option but they still sign him to a lesser deal yeah because no one's going to give him 18 million dollars next year that's true that's true I mean, if you could bring it back on a you know a Mike Miner type contract, a ten million dollar, I'd make that gamble. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I mean, there's still reason to believe that Kluber could be very good. I mean, he's yeah. been good in the relatively recent past. Hey, he was good with the torn shoulder muscle. Scoreless inning, baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I I did enjoy the the takes um, at the end of that weekend when it looked like the Marlins were going to kill baseball. That was that uh, Corey Kluber will end the season as one of the league leaders. Like, one scoreless inning would have put him on <laughs> some leaderboards. Uh, so that's not great. Man. Uh, it's nine strikeouts for a, a, another Indians pitcher who I cannot say I've heard of before. I have the Twins game on because they're in their beautiful baby blues. Here's Nelson Cruz on my screen. But whatever an Aaron Civale? I don't know how to pronounce his last name. is. He's got nine strikeouts through... Four and two thirds. What are the Indians doing these days? Ah, that's gotta be nice. Just continually just dump out starting pitchers. Yeah, trade yeah. trade a two time Cy Young Award winner and uh, end up. Yeah, they traded Kluber this year and they got rid of uh, Trevor Bauer last year and their rotation right. has gotten better. And they don't have Carlos Carrasco still, right? They do. He pitched do. He got, he yesterday, got... I think. Well, that's good. That's I think he good. was that good. Was a scary thing. I don't yeah. remember. Yeah, that oh, kid, was it. A, it was a he had blood cancer, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, speaking of like of scary things, though, um, did you see the? Uh, of course you did, because I sent it out in our messages. Uh, the uh, the pitcher for the Red Sox who Eduardo Rodriguez, got shut yeah. down. Yeah, yeah. Uh, heart condition due to COVID. Yeah, it's really bad. That kind of, they're, they're saying that there could be a whole generation of people who are going to have heart issues because of the COVID. Mm-hmm. Just sudden it, odd heart attacks just popping up out of nowhere. Yeah, it 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 uh I mean obviously this is serious the whole every like everything going on, but it seeing that was was kind of shocking because or shocking maybe is the wrong word, but it it just kind of put the gravity of the situation because here's a you know, a star athlete playing for the Red Sox, right? And he can't play because his body is damaged you know, because of this disease that's going around and it's just, you know, is it worth it for the rest of these guys? Like what if Joey Gallo gets it or I guess he supposedly he did it. get it. Right. Yeah. I mean, it might've mm-hmm. been a false positive, um, which that's a whole nother issue that MLB has to, you know, corral, there been, but there've been other prominent players who had it. Freddie Freeman was uh, peaking out mm-hmm. uh, temperatures at over 104 degrees, which if you sustain that for too long, that's, that can be life threatening. I mean, 104 right. degrees is where you go. If it lasts more than a, an hour or two, you're supposed to go to the hospital. Jeez. That's what Friedman was at. He was at 104 and a half degrees, and then he was on the fence of, like, do I have to take myself in? And then his fever broke, and it was well, a more tolerable, like, 101. <laughs> but that's really bad. I mean, you just don't Walking want to be sitting on that. Yeah, my and daughter got take up to 104.7, which she was about a year old. It scared the living bejesus out of me. Yeah. Jeez. Like, that's, that's a, you call a doctor and figure out what you need to do. And it doesn't take very much for an elite athlete to go from being a you know top one percent, you know the top tenth of a percent of a thing, 
to not being one of the best baseball players in the world because they have, say, a reduction in lung function of a few percentage points. Yeah, right. Like that, I mean, it's not going to be maybe as huge in baseball as it will be in, say, football, uh-huh. where the ability to lose, you know, let's say you lose 5% of your love, uh, lung function, that's awful, and you're not going to be a, a professional football player anymore. There's going to be somebody else who can do what you do, and they can do it longer now. Right. So, I'm telling you, all those offensive linemen that are 300-plus pounds, those guys... I don't, I don't, there's no way I would play if I was one of those guys. We're seeing opt outs. The Giants left tackle Nate Solder opted out. He has a history of cancer and his son has cancer. Um, so he's very high risk. Yeah, but I mean, someone's, I mean, I others. An athlete is eventually going to die because of this. I, I, I just don't see any there's way too around many. If, if they're all playing, someone is going to die and then everything right. is going to get shut down. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, yeah, not. I mean, we're already going down this road. I don't really want it to be super negative, and it's scary. But, yeah, I, I when we were talking about the whole MLB restarting and, and what their plans are, and they were focused on how many games are we going to play, and I just really felt like they were not focusing on the reason why we're talking about this reduced schedule and why we're talking about all of these hoops we have to jump through. Like, if some if a player dies, man, like that's going to be the biggest hindsight 2020, like, uh, we're going to get so many you know, pieces about, like, how, what could have been done? You know, this was unforeseen, it, and it's going to suck. It, well, it's it's not only that, but it's just going to, like, that's going to feel like a, a bomb went off through the sports world. I mean, mm-hmm. that, that will be a moment in time. I mean, it doesn't even, it doesn't have to be Mike Trout. It can be anybody. It could be Rob Refsnyder, like, no, you know, just a guy. We're just like, yeah, Major League it could Athlete. Be a, you know, minor league player none of us have ever heard from or heard of. You know, and yeah. it doesn't matter. It's not worth baseball. Is not worth people legitimately dying. Like that's not. And and man, thing. I I I'm I, the more that things go off the rails league wide, and and it appears that maybe the league is not prepared for this, or at least I mean they're they're definitely not. I mean we have like six teams that are not playing today because of concerns about this and because ineffective tests or ineffective. Um, corralling and, and bubbling or whatever we're supposed to do. I mean, it just, I, it could fall apart really quick, and this could be our last podcast. Like, the season could get canceled this week. You know, we just don't know. And honestly, the Rangers would, this would be a great time to tap out, because hopefully we'd get that number one draft pick <laughs> with only two wins. <laughs> There's gotta be someone in baseball that's worth some this, right? Yeah, hold on. Is Tankathon up yet? Tankathon.com <laughs> slash MLB Oh, baby, you know it is. And the Rangers are... Ah, oh, we're tied for second. Okay. We need to lose one more game. We need to lose today, okay. and then we'll be tied for first with Pittsburgh, who is 2-6. And, and then we're yeah. tied with the Reds at 2-5. and five. I'm sure the Vegas odds are pretty good at, for that happening. Yeah. So, anyways, uh... <laughs> So that's all been fun. Next. Doop, doop, doop. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not going to look at the schedule. I actually have the schedule pulled up for some reason. Yeah, we do play the A's because I remember seeing something about how the Rangers are staying in the same hotel for like a week. Um, oh, that's so kind of neat. Gonna play. Just yeah. out there. Yeah, we have yeah. Monday off, three games at Oakland, and then it's uh, back home for three with the Angels over next weekend. All right. So we get to see show. We'll see Shohei pitch. He Yay. pitches on Sundays. Is he pitching today? I didn't actually even look. I hope he is. I'm gonna go watch that. I may have multiple games up if my computer works, because I just lost MLB TV. Oh. Yeah, Shohei is pitching against the Astros right now. Oh, go get him, Shohei! Please. Last week was uh, horrific. I was very excited to watch Shohei start. I pulled up everything, set up my computer, and then he did not make it out of the first inning and did not record an out. And I was very sad. 
he walked everybody. So let's hope that does not happen again. Just Shohei being good is, is so incredibly good for baseball. Yeah. Yeah. And we're a big fan of that. And is he he is hitting, right? Yes, like, he is. He doesn't hit today, the but... day before, the day of, or the day after he pitches, but they're off right. on most Mondays anyway. Um, mm-hmm. So he, he plays the field Tuesday through Friday, and then he takes off Saturday, and he pitches on Sundays. And they've said right. that they will likely, um, or that they would consider going to a, letting him hit, a hit on the weekends if they need to, like later in the season. Because he did that in yeah. Japan. He'd hit mm-hmm. the same day he pitched in Japan. Wow. Uh, yeah, he would just hit, because Shohei is awesome. You Darvish you know is also not, awesome. His hair is back. He's, you know who's not hitting? The Rangers. Well, yeah. I mean, take your pick, but Shinsu Chu is batting 125. I know it's a small sample size, but he's a guy you just kind of count on. It just There's just despair across the board. That's yeah. the one that just leaped out at me, because you just expect him to be near 300. Yeah, it's been... It's not been a good start to the season for him. Uh, Willie Calhoun, we mentioned in our warm-up, uh, has been atrocious to start the year. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think I'm watching where I'm like, oh, he, he's doing this or that. Um, his strikeouts are obviously high, but not like... Who was it that had a 62% strikeout rate? Uh, I think it was Gary Sanchez. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Calhoun's is 33%, which is obviously terrible, but it's in 15 plate appearances. It's been 14 fruitless plate appearances, and he has like a single, so whatever. Uh, Danny yeah. Santana has also looked terrible, but again, he's looked four bad, games man. for Danny Santana. He was uh, he had some minor minor injury. So he, yeah, yeah. He, it, it, yeah. When 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 Calhoun and Chu are not going well, it makes the lineup very very short. Yes. Yep. And then if you're not it makes getting the magic, Joey Gallo. Magic. Yeah. Like that's the whole thing. I I would not be surprised to see Joey just basically stop getting pitched to much sooner in the year than you would really think. Because why why would you? Like, what's the point? Well, right. then hopefully we can see him get his stolen base numbers up. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> run, Joey, run. Do it. Oh, my gosh. I just thought of the perfect thing. Okay, Joey 2020. We're looking for a 2020 season, and it's 2020. There's an election I hear that's going to happen later, so it's like a campaign. Like We won 20 years and 20 steals from our big beloved boy. Yeah. I love yeah. it. We're on the love 2020 it. campaign trail, and we're going to make sure that even though we can't be at games or do anything, maybe I'll mail a letter to the stadium. Joey, there are scores of people, thousands of listeners, tens of thousands of Rangers Rundown faithful. <laughs> Millions. Are Millions. Clamoring. Millions. Consequently, billions. <laughs> yes, are all cheering for you to make it 2020 and 2020. So go ahead and just take that walk. You know, don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. This is the year where you go 2020 and 60 games, and that's like a really cool trivia stat. And maybe we sell some T-shirts that say like Gallo 2020. And don't try <laughs> stretching that single into a double. It's fine. Yeah, we'll stay at yep. first. Yeah, you'll get second base eventually. There. You'll 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 get it on the next pitch. Don't worry. We're about 10 percent of the way through the season. I mean, the math lines up. He's in striking distance of uh, the best 2020 season of all time. Yes. Yeah. I mean, think about that. 60 game or like 2020 and 60 games. If you extrapolate that rate to a full season is mighty impressive. Yeah. 50-50? Oh, no, it's more than that. Yeah, so. Anyways, Love please it. give us something to live for, Joey Gallo. That's all we ask for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I really am only tuning in to see Joey Gallo. Like, uh, I mean, I like some of the other guys. I, I Part of me really wants Delise Garcia to be good, like, 
I, I love sort of career minor leaguer bounce around guys. He's big. He can hit the ball hard. He hasn't done that yet, but you know, no, at all. Yeah. It's uh, there. The Rangers bullpen is maybe the most like I know all of these dudes, but it still surprises me every time they call literally anybody out of that bullpen. Like, yeah, yeah Nick Goody came into the game yesterday, and I was staring at my computer like. Who in the hell is... Oh, it's Nick Goody. I know who that is, but... <laughs> oh, yeah. Really. We do have him. They keep calling him, like, Ian Jabot or Jimmy Herdick got in the game yesterday. He looks like a off-brand Joe Kelly. It's great. Came in the game, did some stuff. Took me a while to figure out who Jimmy Herdick was, but uh, we're all in this together. Edinson Volquez is still around. I, I forgot that. Yeah. Like, I am aware of it, but... Nope, not really. It's a thing. It's certainly happening. We're watching baseball games with real baseball players. Yep. You know, that makes me think that I think we won the Josh Hamilton trade. We got both ends of it. We got Josh Hamilton and Edison Volquez. We literally just burned (laughs) burned the candle at both ends. (laughs) That is certainly... It's a very Jerry DePoto-ass way of conducting a trade, is to just reacquire whatever the asset was. Yeah, Jerry Depoto, who we learned today, we'll share with our listeners, our millions of listeners, is uh, actually had a baseball career. Eight years. I, I, I don't. I mean, I, I I know a lot about baseball. I, I pretend to at least, but yeah, I had no clue that he actually played the game and wasn't just some Ivy League guy. Yep. So, so there you go. Well, it's absolutely wild. Jerry Depoto went from '93 to 2000. Um, wow. What did he play? Um, I have his baseball reference here. He was a pitcher. He was a pitcher. Mm, yep. He looks like a pitcher. He was a third-round yeah. draft out of Virginia Commonwealth by the nice. Indians in the 1989 draft. Um, All right. He had a good rookie year. Wow, he had a great rookie year. 182 ERA plus in 46 games. Uh, he had 11 saves, and then he never did anything kind of like that again. Uh, his last year was okay, too. It's only 17 games with the Colorado Rockies in the year 2000. A 150 ERA plus at age 32, and he hung it up. He was worth 6.3 wins above replacement. Good for him. Uh, Which was a revelation on the same leaderboard that we found Jerry DePoto's career. We found about the pitcher named Russ Springer. And if you're listening to this podcast and know who Russ Springer is, you're better than the three of us. This man played 740 professional baseball games over 18 years after wearing 37 different jersey numbers, it looks like. And it was worth, what, three wins? Three wins, yeah. Incredible stuff. Baseball is a great sport. Full of superstars and Russ Springer, who I hope has parlayed (laughs) his 18 years of professional baseball into a very fulfilling and meaningful life and career. I'm sure he's doing incredibly well. Yeah, we need to uh, make sure that this podcast appears on his baseball reference page because it'll be like you know recent media articles or something <laughs> yeah there you Probably go be like like oh man google alert for jeff springer wow <laughs> <What>? <laughs> he's so anonymous you're you you do not even remember his own name what was it's, his name it's russ russ springer <laughs> hey, hey uh, he won a world series he he went to the series of the astros in 05 and he won it with the uh, diamondbacks in 2001 all right. Nice. Well, there you go. But that's a he's got a ring. Way to carve. That that is the definition of carving out a career. Just I was around, did some decent things, and I went home. <laughs> uh, the last note on his Wikipedia page is that he retired on January thirtieth, two thousand eleven, and nothing is stated about him since. All right. There's yeah. a photo of him with a kid here. <laughs> 
I assume it's his, but uh, no well, idea what he's giving out these days. the uh, actually good award. I think I might award it to Russ Springer. Yeah, Russ Springer, actually good. Stuck around yeah, for two 18 rings. years or one ring, one ring. And send him a certificate. Yeah, very cool. Uh, so yeah, we're all. It's a really normal baseball season. We're all doing normal baseball things, like reading about Russ Springer. Um, I'm having a good time with the 2020 baseball season. Uh, I think. Sort of. I mean, it's interesting. It it has been interesting. I just got a, a news update, uh, hot off the presses. Apparently, the situation with the uh, Cardinals is bad. Oh, really? Uh, I think it's Rosenthal just tweeted out. I somehow have lost this tweet already. I am incredibly good at this. Uh, but a, that they are awaiting more test results and that things do not look good. Man. Which is uh, not really optimal. No. But they're expecting to make more um, uh, reports about more positives, it looks like. So that's yeah. unfortunate. Yeah. Here's another tweet. Robert Murray, I believe, is a yeah, he's another baseball writer. They have multiple new positive tests for players. So we'll be finding out about that over the coming days. They've been out the last few games. Uh, yeah. Cards Brewers, I think, that got canceled or yep. postponed. The hey, Marlins are supposed to start back up on Tuesday, but like, how many players are they going to have available? Are they going to have to call up a bunch of minor leaguers? I really want the Marlins to field an A-ball team. Like, nobody would really notice because the rest of their roster is the actual members of the 2020 Miami Marlins. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah. I kind of want to see what a bunch of just straight-up 19-year-olds pulled off of, like, the, their Dominican Summer League team would do against it's, a major league team. Well, hey, that's I a movie s- plot. You know? I have some breaking news, guys. Mm. Okay, bring it on. Uh, roster move. Outfielder Danny Santana placed on 10-day IL Retroactive to July 30 with a right forearm strain. Infielder Anderson Tejeda recalled. Ooh. Ooh. Yes. Yes. Ooh, Someone tasty. made it to the show. That's got oh, some good right. news. Oh, did y'all yeah. actually see? I missed it because uh, I blinked. Ligeti Tavares did actually make it into a game. I yeah, saw that too. It was a defensive yeah. replacement in yeah. the ninth inning. I, I totally missed it until I was making fun of someone on uh, Twitter. I think it was a baseball prospectus article that was written about him. The, the it was a Moonlight type, type uh, appearance. But he did make it. He he is officially a big leaguer. Um, yeah. That's really... I, that Anderson to hate a move is delicious. Yes. That's, yes. that's a prospect that um, is... I mean, he still has not made it into the high minors, really. He, he dabbled in Frisco, I believe, a little bit. Um, but went back to learn uh, how to switch hit at mm-hmm. age, like, 22, which is odd. Um, has a plus-plus arm at shortstop, which is great because shortstop is very hard to play. So if you can get, like, a legit shortstop prospect rather than, like, an IKF or, like, a, Whoa. Like a Nick Solak. Whoa. You know what I mean. Whoa. It's like a guy who's, like, it's like, well, he can play shortstop, but if to look at a player and go, that is a shortstop, that's, those are two different conversations, you know? Yes. He's a, he's a legit shortstop, switch hitter with power, um, very young, been in the organization for a long time. I think he's 23 at this point, um, maybe 22. Uh, that's awesome. It, yep. and, and it, in a year like this, I mean, I, I said it uh, a week ago, you know, if, if things go off the rails, we could be looking at an up the middle of Solak, Tejada, or Tejeda, um, Tavares in center field, perhaps Sam Huff behind the plate, and Oof. Joe Palumbo pitching. I mean, would we win many games? Who cares? That would be awesome. Willie Calhoun in left, 
um, let's get Josh Young in at third base or something. There you go. And uh, see what happens, man. Uh, Gallo obviously in right, and then that team's really interesting. At least I would watch. I would feel more inclined to watch that game than the game that we have going on today. Yes. Wait, so. uh, I'm sorry. You'd rather watch Sam Huff catch than Chadwick Chandler Trump? <laughs> Who? Chadwick Chandler Trump. He's the, the starting catcher for the Giants today. He's a Reuben. His last name is Trump. Chadwick Oof. Trump. I love it. He also just got missed the first pitch from Jeff Samarja. Like, he went to go and <laughs> squeeze it, and it just tipped off the end of his glove. All right, we're so, off to a great start. <laughs> a really good start. Uh, uh, Shinsu Chu, not off to a great start of this game. Although he did hit a big opposite field home run the other day, which was nice. Uh, so yeah. hopefully it's just... Yeah. Again, these are tiny, tiny I think examples. that's his only hit. Yeah. yeah. Woof. Well, let's call this one. Yeah, uh, game's over. Jeff Samarja wins. Oh, you mean the podcast? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm willing to Go just Rangers. concede the game. I don't want anybody else to get Go. hurt. Go Anderson. Go Anderson. I, uh, I doubt he's with the team right now. I don't know if he's on oh, the taxi. Yeah, he's right. Oh, he it. might be well, taxi maybe. squatting, actually. Yeah. It's entirely yeah. possible that he's with the team. So that'd be cool. I'll keep an eye out for him today. I uh, hope he makes yeah. his major league debut soon. Hope he gets a hit. That'd be fun. But yep. uh, we'll keep watching. We'll keep uh, uh, doing whatever it is we got to do to get through this ridiculous baseball season. Yep. Hopefully, guys yep. aren't hurt. Hopefully, guys aren't sick. Hopefully, Yoenis Suspicious is okay. That's a very strange. Hopefully, uh, Matt Hicks story. recovers from the old coronavirus. Yes, yeah, will. that's a, yeah. Um, a bad story there. So hopefully, he's fine and Miguel and nobody else who works on the team are, are ill. Yeah, yeah. Wouldn't be good. But, yeah. Go Rangers, I guess. Go Rangers. Gallo 2020. Gallo 2020.